everybody what's going on world you're listening to Saturday your day radio my name is nknx a bar so i have an interesting story this morning i was at i was at the bank this morning um doing bank business check business because business is booming <laughs> so i'm there online and there's like a 200 year old man in front of me getting help and I'm over there, and, you know, I'm kind of, like, moving around like I got pee, like, because I'm impatient, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, like, moving around, I'm huffing and puffing, because, like, this, he's taking way too long. Like, what is this, you know what I mean? Like, this is a McDonald's. So he finally, he's done, and I hear him. He's like, he's like, all right, I'll move over so you can help the young lady behind me. And I'm like, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking around, I'm like, I'm the only one here. <laughs> he's talking about me. I'm like, you know. But I'm like, he's old. He probably can't see. I don't know. So I go next to him, and I'm looking. I'm just staring him down. I'm like, what, like, what does he think? Like, I, I'm, I, there's no way he thinks I look like a chick. Like, And I'm just staring at him like, is he okay? And then I know the bank teller, so she's dying, and everyone else is dying around me. And I'm like, what the hell? So 
I'm, so then he looks at me and he's like, oh, oh, sorry, I said young lady, but young, young man. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. But I was like, I was cool, whatever. And then he, he pats me on the back and I'm like, don't touch me. And that's when everything kind of got like heated. And I'm like, I, I didn't say don't touch me in like a confrontational way. I just said like, you know, don't touch me. Like, you know, I'm just trying to, I have a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, don't touch me. And he was like, listen, I don't want to start nothing. And I'm like, no, I don't want to start nothing either. But just don't touch me. Like, you know, don't, this is not a place. You know, don't touch me. I don't know you. So yeah, mutually agreed. This wasn't a fight. Yeah, we agreed. But then the security guard, he's not doing nothing. So he starts, he ends up, he's like, what's the problem here? And we're like, there's no problem. You know, like, relax. And he's like, what's the problem? And I'm like, he touched me. And he's like, don't touch him. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, don't touch me. And he's like, all right, all right. And he had a lot of money, too, on his hand. So I was, I thought maybe, like, he thought I was going to do something because I'm a youth. So it just got hot for no reason. And that took about, like, five minutes. And I'm going to blame that on being um, kind of late uh, this afternoon. So you weren't at the park? I wasn't at the park. I was almost getting into a fight at the PNC Bank in West Orange. So you didn't walk a dog at this said park? I hate dogs. You hate dogs? Yeah, I hate dogs. Dogs are like the tightest thing ever, though. But yeah, but some dogs. like I, I have like I have some best friends who have amazing dogs, but like I just I've, I have bad, uh, I've had bad situations with dogs in the past. Damn. I had a dog before. What kind? It was a Labrador, a black Labrador. How'd that go? Um, I traveled. I spent some time in St. Lucia, living out there. We had put it in the kennel to put him to take care of it. The fees that incurred were just so huge, bro. Oh, I was like, "Fuck it, fuck it." Oh, oh shoot! My uncle just recently told me what happened. He was like, "Yeah, your pops didn't want to pay for it." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, word, damn, that's true." And he was like, "Yeah, I was gonna get it out, but then like, you know, poor Labrador." Yeah. What was his or her name? Frisky. Risky. Risky. Frisky. Frisky. It's like a cat name, but I don't know why. But like that was just his name. Isn't that like cat food? Yeah, name? right. Yeah, it's weird. Interesting. Yeah, but that's his name. Frisky. Yeah. I, I, I was talking to Ty yesterday. He said he used to have a dog. What's it? It was a Rottweiler named Remy Martin. <laughs> yeah. His family just named him Remy Martin. Well, my sister's Yorkie's name is Louis Vuitton. So. Oh man, that's fire. Yeah, Louis for short. He's old now. King Louis. Yeah, he be chilling. But, Ann, how's your morning going? Yo, pretty well, man. You know, my birthday was just two days ago. Hey. You know, 22 men. What you do, what you do, what you do? Um, I was just macking, you know. No liquor, just, no liquor? Yeah, it was liquor. It was liquor. Right, you know. It, it was, was liquor. Hey, Drew, you got a drunk? One, one of my friends, you know, had a good time. Friends. Uh, then I seen Scoop. And friends. then, um... Then um, you know. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to squeeze it out. Like, I hung with one of my friends. Come on, guys. <laughs> friends. All right. Nah, it wasn't even like that. I feel cold stone, but it was like that. <laughs> Panera. Yeah. I did a lot of things that day. So <laughs> happy birthday, to Andrew. You went to Fun Ruckers. <laughs> you went to Fun Ruckers. Nah, I went to Hard Rock Cafe. In the city And had some drinks Had some food I had a vegan I had a veggie burger Cause you know I'm vegan A veggie burger with cheese? Nah <laughs> Cause I'm vegan <laughs> What you remind us so dearly Every like 10 minutes 
Yo, yo. Man, we go to Cold Store, right? And Answer's like, yo, I really want this, like, milkshake that y'all getting right now. Because everybody got a milkshake. He's the only one without. You see the hurt in his face. So in order for him to stay vegan, he then goes to Panera Bread. <laughs> and gets, like, a Caesar salad with, like, hella cheese on it. <laughs> and then the next day, he pulls up super high to the crib. And he's just like, yo, we're going to Burger King. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he ordered some fries And I'm like I'm like look, look at him Trying to stay You know Stay vegan and stuff <laughs> Then he's like Yo let me get him Another milkshake <laughs> <laughs> Ed be trying though He be Wait, trying But that's the, that's the shit We don't hear in the group chat Oh Nah, nah. But the thing was I thought I was low I thought they didn't say No I was nah, like Alright I'm about to get The milkshake I got the milkshake I got the fries I got like, the apple nah, pie dude, And I was milk. like cool. milk. We're good That's milk He peeped uh, <laughs> you just blew up your spot this whole time. I thought you've been nah, keeping man, up with it. No cheese, no. But you know, it, it's a he self thing. You know, it's a self thing. Like, <laughs> I feel like just people just want to see you fail being vegan. Like, <laughs> like they just, like, yeah, they just is no help to the car. I'm just praying your ass downfall right now, yo. I'm just like, nah, you're not vegan. Shit's <laughs> killing me, man. It's all right, yo. It's it happens. When he had other, what he have in Brooklyn? The cauliflower tacos. Oh yeah, it was good, man. <laughs> it didn't film you know Oh my god New York taco is like this big He had the cauliflower like taco Nathan and I got like just mad meat yeah. Where I had the, 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 the soup the, che- the chicken soup yeah. was like lit I had like meat tacos yeah. with meat on top of the fries with cheese <laughs> He's just like let me get the cauliflower taco Let me get the cauliflower taco you get me It was fire bro Shorty was like that's it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Damn <laughs> Oh man Oh, she man. was livid oh. She was mm-hmm. Like who is this guy But you know, I, I really feel like We already had Hella Saturday episodes Like Just Chilling what, what number is this This is 17 Yeah Congrats to you guys Thank you man it, It's crazy I'm just really thinking about it I'm like it's crazy Like we're really good. doing this Yeah Feels pretty good man See Can't be a banker now You in it You stuck Yo that's what it's, it's about immersing yourself Yeah I get the episode 20 You screwed <laughs> Screwed why you talking that? about that with somebody? It's he like, got it. Yeah, you do twenty you episodes, just, you kind of just got to do it. You just got to keep yeah, going. You can't if stop. you don't, you playing yourself. Nah, man. But we got hella, we got hella, um, you know, plans and moves in store that I'm looking forward to doing. True. Just about executing it, you know. True. True. Doing it. I wonder who we're what? gonna have for the twentieth episode. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. We need like Obama or something. Nah, yeah. We need like um, Raz Baraka. Yeah. We need Raz. Raz, yeah. Yeah, get Raz on the line. Get Raz on the phone. Let's do it. We should, bro. We should try, for real. Hey. But anyway, we got Nace on the show today. Yeah, yeah. Nace, tell everyone out there a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Anything interesting? I'm from like two blocks over on Seventh <laughs> Ave. You walked here? I did walk here. <laughs> I'm like two blocks over. Um, I make beats in my underwear in the crib, and uh, in my underwear, I do cool shows from time to are time. Like, yeah. Are like in my Calvin's? Nah, in my underwear. You should do it in my Calvin's. Can't in be. my Gildens. In my and in my food of the looms. In my in my American Eagles. <laughs> I can't wear shit from American Eagle except the draws, which is like weird. They have good draws. They I do. didn't, I didn't think far. people still wear American Eagles. I just buy draws from there. They yeah, should, should be yeah, cozy. Yeah. yeah. I never I owned a pair. Yeah, man. Still got a pair. I'm wearing my Calvins now. I'm doing Saturday in my Calvins. 
I'm always wearing my Supreme Johns. Yeah, ski mask, but I don't ski. But how long? How long have you been doing beats in your in your room? Um, since I was like 11. It started when I was like 11. I, I used to like. I didn't have like equipment, so I used to like write. I used to listen to old music, and I knew what sampling was a little bit then. So I used to like. I was really good at writing sheet music because I learned how to read all that stuff in like college level in like the third grade, third, fourth grade. So I would like write sample times, like time stamps, time signatures, put them at like the bottom and like the notes, but like write out the drums and how I heard them in my head and stuff. And then like eventually I found software and then I worked in like this sweatshop. Shout out, shout out to Scholastics Uniformity. Like everywhere, where all, all you kids that get your school uniforms, I worked there. Oh, and they shit. paid me when I was like 13 years old to like screen print. Like that's where I used to get my shirt. Yeah, I used to do like the, my, my the, uniforms, the, the gym uniforms. I used yeah. to do the gym uniforms. I used to do like the back orders, and I saved all that bread and bought me an MPC because I wanted to be like, yeah, like Just Blaze and shit. Just Blaze. Yeah. And when was that? I was like 13. I remember I had to like my mom had to sign a special form like allowing me to work there type jump. Wow Yeah but it, it was dope I worked there like all summer And played football Which was like weird Cause I'd be like Coming right out of work Jumping on the 34 In Roseville And going straight to Montclair To like pass out Like I'm, I'm going to Mon- I'm going to Montclair go- I'm going to put some shirts Mom See you later Yeah <laughs> Alright Natus Word <laughs> Peace Peace Have guys fun. Yeah I gotta, go, I gotta go buy my MPC <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but I, I don't know But that, that was That was definitely like The start yeah. of like Let me do this for real, kinda. Right. Yeah. But you've you've had a background in music in school and everything. You yeah. I was in the choir. I used to sing like the the open. Was that tunes. your choice? Like you wanted? Nah. To- it was. It actually like fell in my lap in like the worst way because I, I went to Queen of Angels, which they just shut down up on uh, Irving Turner Boulevard, and um, I liked it there. All my friends were there. My, my god brother went to school. He was in my class. Like, it was dope and. I remember I got I got taken out of class one day to go do this audition, and I thought it was just you know like just an audition. I'm like my here and there like my mom always had me like singing in like choirs and stuff like. So I was like maybe it's just another audition. Long of a hole, I'm in the school and I'm like okay did the audition. I didn't understand anything going on at the time until the first day of school, fourth grade year. I like get in the car, you know, get get dressed and a uniform with same color and shit. So I'm like I'm not thinking anything of it. Pull up, I'm like, yo, wait, this is not Irvin Turner Boulevard. This is Broad Street next to Symphony Hall. Where are we? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this your new school. And I'm like, what? So, like, all oh, through man. grammar school, I was, like, fake, fake rebellious. But, like, in the long haul, I, I definitely appreciated it. It was definitely, like, hmm. nah, definitely, like. Because you wouldn't be where you are. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I was able to not only learn how to read music and write music and understand understand like notes and chords and everything in between but like I don't know too many kids from Newark that get to travel in Europe for a month and sing all over the world like like I was in 7th grade and I did that and then some like we performed at Carnegie Hall before I even got to high school like and like at the time and like in those mo- in those moments you don't you're like you're just going through the motions but like when you like really sit down on it you're like yo I did some amazing stuff at a really young age with a really dope group of guys Like that was dope I, Like like at the time I was like Damn my mama in the school But like when I got out Like when I got to high school Like as soon as high school hit I was like yo I realized like Damn I'm not doing homework On the tour bus anymore I actually gotta go home And do homework now hmm. right. And I was like Thanks mom But, but nah. that, that kinda um, instilled that Like um, 
that rigor and for you to do what you want that you do what you do now yeah you know what I'm saying? like and maybe even the work ethic yeah, yeah a little bit ethic, yeah a little bit shout out to mr mars shout out to my boys chorus school by the way yeah mm. they're still going at it nah, well the school oh, okay definitely yeah yeah, like that's the thing that did it too, it's, man. it's always been like It's never been like A super like In your face thing Like no West Coast school To like I, I didn't realize how How much The city doesn't know about it But like It's right next to Symphony Hall Like those yeah. kids Like we, we didn't have art class We had piano lessons Or vocal training Or like Rehearsal And then sometimes After school you have rehearsal For like another two Three hours and Your parents would be sitting In like the front lobby Waiting for you to get out And stuff But no Like it was It was dope do you have any friends that were with you that are doing still doing music or anything along those lines? Um, or anyone even before you? Before me, uh, well, Enwell Robinson, who actually was my vocal training coach, he taught at West Orange. Um, yep. he was an American Idol. Uh, yep. That it's a, it's a couple guys. He taught at my, my middle school. Yeah, it's a couple guys that kind of came from like the school and kind of like went on to do really dope things. Um, even Batman, who like dances with us in Jersey Club, was in like. <laughs> in my choir when we were younger, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He like yeah, he's like when you think club music and dancing, you think him. Like, yeah, he was at Nook Boys Chorus School. But nah, it's, it's a couple of my my classmates that still work on music, teach music, etc. That are still doing it. True. So I remember you uh you mentioned before like your own I think it was your uncle or something. He was somebody that was affiliated with music. Uh um my, my mom's uncle Ray Ray Spool, He managed He managed George Clinton Right right Yeah That's crazy Yeah It, it was nuts to me too But yeah like He, he managed George Clinton um, He lives in South Jersey now it's Super cozy But nah yeah Definitely family talk My mom used to tell me About all that stuff Like them, like getting picked up In a limo Like in the hood And just going to Like the parliament show and I was about like to say You must Jeez. have some Crazy stories Yeah And what kind of music Were you into While you were Um Going through the choir What was you What <laughs> was, were you listening to On the daily I was listening to that Like I wanted to be Like I got to the point Where I wanted to be Better at it So I was going home Listening to like Shopping and like Johann Sebastian Bach And like Just weird Like just like Stuff not like Kids in like my neighborhood Was like what the fuck Is he listening to And I used to blast My music outside Of my speakers too Like I used to like I used to put my No speakers, shame No like I used to put My speakers right in the window and outside of my window was like McKinley basketball court, so everybody in the basketball court would be like, "Really, bro?" <laughs> but like, I was listening to like that, classical music and listening to some like, yeah, I was listening to like early yeah, like mixtape yeah before the album, and I was listening like just somehow everything though. And then like my mom had like this big, big chest under her bed of like mad old R and B joints, and I would just listen to like all of that. H- half of that was like my early early catalog because it went from listening to it to like. Sampling all of it Yeah basically Yeah That's your own Treasure right there Yeah Oh yeah But when did that shift happen When you were listening From that to Making it To making it Or Shifting it to the Listening to the kind of music That you make now Um I want to say The end of my 8th grade year It it wasn't like I don't think it was a shift But it was more just to like I like all of this. How can I keep it all? How can I bring it all together kind of thing? And um, it was definitely like the hip-hop influence and everything else. And then like my classical influence. That's where you get the big chords and stuff from. But I always was like, how can I bring it all together where I don't... Where I, where I kind of... Where like people that listen to beats and stuff appreciate it. And where people that listen to classical music can go, yo, he's really musically inclined. And I like the, I like the chord structure and stuff like that. 
Yeah, I, I, I can definitely relate to that because I, I started playing piano since like five. Playing like, piano, yeah. Yeah, man. Still I used to, I used to play the piano. Word. I've been playing since that's five. I've been doing like recitals and all that. So it's like I really understand huh. like when I listen to music, I, I listen to it differently because I understand like time signature. I understand. You know, I can hear A minor chords, I can hear C major chords, and all that kind of stuff, and I and I know like the structure of the music, you know, how it's moving, and like just sonics. Yeah. So I was like, I really understand that. And then I hated it. I I used to hate like playing Beethoven and all that kind of stuff. Like Same. it was annoying, but it was the, you need you need that theory I, I, because that's the one thing I <coughs> you can make your own music. I started making my own stuff, and I'm like, oh word. That's the one thing I did wish I, theory, I paid attention to because like my fingers like move. I was super rebellious in school. Yeah. So like when it came to um what was it like piano class and stuff like that, I really didn't care. Like I know my notes and everything, but like yeah. actually feeling cozy on the keyboard, I still have a problem with. Like I could glide and stuff like that, but it's like actually knowing like it's like uh, like you could tell I have I, ha- I got halfway through it. I I used to sit down in the piano with my like Chinese teacher man, just sit nah, there. Man. Shout out Miss Emily. I just was a, like sit there. I was a whole hours. rebel. I was like nah. I was like, I want to go outside and play basketball. True. <laughs> yeah, right after I was that's out. Intri- that's interesting because I was just, I was just going to say, what would you tell your younger self before you start producing to focus on more? Just if there was anything to help you for where you are now. Just, just pay attention. Just take it. Because because the thing was, I was I purposely would like not study for like my recitals and stuff like that because I kind of didn't care. But now, nah, like, if I could tell my younger self one thing, it's just like, yo. It's gonna pay off in the long haul, like tenfold. But nah, I had like we had like the best piano teacher, like straight out of Berkeley, like like they pretty much gave us all the tools to like musically do like exactly whatever it is we want to do, even after we left the school. Between vocal training, like everything, vocal training, music theory, like I had a dope. That's 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 mainly where like me wanting to be a producer came from. Like my music theory class was dope. I didn't pay attention to like the circle of fifths or any of that shit. But like when we got to like we used to do we used to do like these arrangement finals like he put us in like groups of four or five shout out to Mr. San Flippo but like he'd give us a record like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and he'd be like alright you guys in a group of five go in the closet pick an instrument or whatever and pretty much rearrange it and like by the third final I realized yo I'm really fucking good at this and like by the third final everybody in like my class was like yo I wanna be in his group <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Cause like I was I was really good at saying like Yo the drums should sound like this The piano should sound like this The singer should sound like this Like yo let's pull a triangle Out the closet Like this is how we gonna Twerk the triangle Like this is how we gonna Freak like the, 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 the tape We used to use a tape recorder So like But I used to like I used to take like All these live instruments And just like Embellish like The simplest record ever And it was, it was dope And it was fun for me And I was like Yo if I could do this every day Like I'll be alright it's funny because like one of my boys, he just tuned in. Sife, he actually went to the New Boys Choir School. Yeah, and that's what I was referring to too. He's on the live thing. He said he had the same class with um, Sam Flippo. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He was in. I think he was in China too. Did his thing out there. Yeah. Have you ever Sife. given back to that program, or do you plan on doing anything? I plan on doing a lot. Like I plan on definitely doing a lot. I, I, I've, I've pretty much like pledged my whole like. Like as far as any project, any any music from like the first project, I pledged all of that to the school, and that's just pretty much just like label sending the money whenever. But other than that, like I definitely want to do more. I know the school has like the Rainbow Awards dinner, and they they have like these dope little things where like the, the kids come out and perform for like all the like the the sponsors and pledges. Where like 
But I, I want to do something dope Like even if it's like A two or three track Like EP with those kids Where like we get it And like all that money Goes back to the school Or like We do a couple shows together Or something But I definitely want to do I, I definitely want to do more With that school Cause <laughs> Yeah I was gonna say Like a benefit concert Lord knows Nah seriously Like yeah hard. definitely That'd be hard Definitely It seems like there's a lot of talent There too yeah. A lot Like I, I feel like I feel like Especially because I came from that space Being Being from out here It can be a little weird To like Own it Cause it was It was It was super weird Like it's Like it's weird to like Go to a choir school And everybody knows Like yo you Like when you come back To the hood Like yo you just You, you sing Like it's weird to express Like openly You'll be like I'm okay with this Like fuck what y'all Talking about But like I feel like Once you get past That threshold of like not caring what everybody else thinks you, Like a lot of those kids Could probably be really Really freaking dope Really amazing And do really dope things I agree with that Just talking about with Ty Even like with skating Like We've been skating since like young But it's like Kind of frowned upon Yeah it's like Because it's like, like What are you doing Like why are you not playing basketball With us mm-hmm. Or like you know, Why are you not tossing the football around Yeah, yeah like I think What are you doing th- Are you just being like a white boy <laughs> Like yeah I think that's what always was like, like Worked for me Because I, I did everything I played sports too Like I played every sport like, Yeah like, no, I get, I get what you mean completely. It's like, yeah, they just, I don't know, like too black for the white kids, too white for the black kids. Nah, no, I get true. it. True, like what Earl said. <laughs> I really relate to that. But yeah, I, th- I think, I think that school specifically, like, I think if they, they didn't talk too much about, you know, like the whole going home part. But I think if that was like addressed up front, as far as like, yo, y'all do dope shit here, but like you could carry that outside of the school too. A lot of those kids will be a lot more comfortable with themselves to do like just pretty much anything they want. Yeah. How would you say the city of Newark has helped uh, shape the music that you make? Um, like, how do you use the city to create the sounds that you do? Easy. <laughs> easy. Like, I'll, I I live in like this really weird space, but it's like 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 I said, I live on Seventh, so I have Branchwood Park up the street. I have the pool over the summer up the hill. I have the college area over here. I have like a crap ton of kids waking me up every morning that go to McKinley and play in the playground. I get that 6 a.m. bell and that 6 p.m. bell at McKinley. I mean, at St. Gerard's and at, uh, at Basilica Cathedral. Like, I get kind of all of that. So it's like between that plus the sirens and everything in between, you kind of, it's pretty easy to close your eyes and just come up with stuff. It's, it's, it's almost like too easy like and then and then like in those wee hours of the night i also live right there next to the train station so you you get pretty much some of everything i don't know why i was put there but like yeah you get some of everything right there yeah yo that's, that's amazing because a lot of times a lot of creativity people like try to find it in other people's stuff but it's right in front of you yeah. many times like like i find i see design in everything so like i can be looking at you guys and find design in that and then like you guys wouldn't really see it, but I see it. Even in Nick, then I pull it and then, like go see it, <laughs> and then like, really, and you'd be like, oh wow, I like that. How did you see that? Yeah, but I can do that. But like, I know people that can do that with sounds too. Like, yeah. go outside in the environment and hear sounds. That that was past them. That was why like the, see sounds too. That was why like the first video was what it was just screenshots of just like not screenshots, but like it was just like if you watched the Nork video, it was literally just shots of this city. Yeah, because it was like yo, it, like I don't know. Sometimes just like. <clears throat> finding like dope just dope finding beauty in everything makes everything a lot easier like it makes you a lot content with a lot less stuff 
then it makes you more it makes your, your work more rooted in a way yeah where it's like it's not like you're not you're all over the place you don't know yourself nah you know yourself you know yeah I think it's important yeah very you can't you can't really you can't really cause, cause I think like music music at at the end of the day is kind of selling yourself <laughs> and, it, mm. and it's like it, it takes some time but when you it takes it takes for you to kind of know yourself in order for people to be like, yo, I, it's clicking. I get it. Right. Like, you can tell when you hear somebody making music and you're like, yo, they're trying. Yeah, they're just trying. Or they're, they're reaching. They're just trying to push. Yeah. But now, like, you know when, like, you hear a record and you're like, ah, shit, like, the hairs are coming up off my arm. I don't relate right. at all, but wow. Because it's expression. Yeah. And I, I feel like sometimes the simplest lyrics are the best songs. Yeah. Like, if you listen to Frank Ocean, he's just saying regular things, like simple things that we would say kind of insidious but you know he just says it and then it's like wow that really hit me and it's just really related to me rather than something that's superficial or a facade or whatever yeah. like the cash money hose you know yeah scenario do you feel some type of way when your music gets um your current music gets associated with jersey club no no because that's the roots but no i wouldn't personally consider your music being i don't i don't get it, it it doesn't bother me. I think my my issue with it is is I feel like sometimes writers, sometimes people, just don't. I feel like they don't get it, or they don't try to get it. It's just for some of them, it's just a check. For some of them, it's just like it's a check. Like when I hear somebody go like, "Yo, Broke City was like the greatest Jersey Club project of all time." It's like I had maybe two club songs on that whole project. I wouldn't make it, and they, they weren't the dominant songs, at least in my eyes. It was like I gave you kind of some of everything, and it was like that's what you took from it. I just don't want to be boxed in, pretty much. Like it's just like don't, like please, like you could do whatever you want. Like yeah, don't marginalize. You could call my music polka, just don't box me in. Like don't call me a Jersey club artist. I'm a producer, and I just so happen to live in North New Jersey, and I make club music as well. But it's like just don't. Like I don't know. I feel like, like. Like nobody, nobody wants to be boxed in. Like every for every time somebody calls like Kobe a scorer, he's like, "I'm just as dope on defense too." Like, don't get it fucked up. But nah, like I don't know. It, it doesn't bother me. It's just like, are you really paying attention? Are you really listening? Are you like, are you just are you just here right now? Like, are you paying attention? That's right. Because when I when I read articles and I see every time. For the most part, every time I see your name, it's always like connected to they. After it'll say Nork, or after it'll say from Jersey Mixed Jersey Club, and it's like there's more. You know what I mean? There's 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 more to that than yeah. You know why can't they just say you're just a producer and that you make this type of music? No, nobody wants to call. No, nobody just they wants gotta to put like a label on got, you because it, it it gives them something to write about. Because if they called it, if they called all dance music hip hop, they wouldn't write about all dance music. You need a reason is to like put it in these little boxes and these little avenues and these little corners to make it all stretch. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if not, it's just it's just oh man, same thing all over again. That's why they keep adding new words to it. Like in a minute, it might be like future or like <laughs> trans something. And yeah. Like they, <laughs> Those they, subgenres. They just make it stretch. They and just, it's just like, like come and go. Nah, good music is good music. Like everything doesn't have to have like some gimmick to it. Or like even like I know Tori Ma, he hated being labeled as a chill wave artist because he was like, hmm. "What the fuck is chill wave?" Like, like yeah, he every album he puts out is totally different. 
Yeah, like it's like the less, they, the, the less they call me club music, they they throw future bass. I'm like, what the fuck is future bass? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought I was making hip hop beats, <laughs> right? Like, I thought I, I thought I, I thought I, like I'm I'm arming up for it for a beat battle. Like, what's up? Like, future bass. Future bass. I know I know what bass music is, but what the f- like every time I hear like oh. Like strings with like chappy like drums and shit. Like, why is it future bass? They didn't take away the the source from them, yeah. They no, nah, they they need they need to give them like I don't know what it is, but like I don't get it. It's confusing. It's like what what's what next genre? I heard I, it's this new one like future funk I saw, and I was like sad because I was like, yo, George Clinton would like punch people for that. Like, don't do right. <laughs> That's real funk, right? <laughs> like future funk? Like really? Come on, I don't know, man. You just let the media do its thing, though. I don't know. Yeah, media's gonna do what's gonna do. Yeah, marginalized. I was just at the um, the Jersey uh, documentary screen uh, documentary screen at Bergawalla. Yeah. Uh, when was it? A couple days ago. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, on Tuesday, and um, I haven't seen it in a while, and it's interesting watching it again because the last time I saw it was probably like a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. So watching it again, now I'm starting to realize how much things have changed. And what I found interesting was when in your portion, you you were kind of labeled in that documentary as being the second generation of Jersey Club. Like yeah. You weren't the first, no. but you were the second generation to really change it and push it in a different way. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about that and kind of how that came about in the first and who was too. a part of it too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a ton of us, like, and it, it kind of goes back to us in high school, like, like when I told you I was making beats, so like when I when I kind of kicked everything off and like me making club music, it wasn't even a thing for me. I was making club music for like my homies because they were in a, a dance crew and they wanted like records nobody else had. So I was like, cool, I got you. And then I had like a production crew in high school up in Montclair, and we needed studio equipment. And we just kind of put our hustling hats on. It was like, yo, let's throw a party. Let's book a DJ and let's make some bread. So we did that. And like, that's how I met Hood. I met Hood like my freshman year of high school. And we clicked like that. And he used to come over every day. We used to swap out. I used to send him like just ideas, club music, references, etc. We go we go back and forth like all day. Like before the night was out, he'd have like four demos from me. I'd have four demos from him. And then like by the next morning, they were finished type shit. But, like, I think that second generation is definitely, it's like a mixture because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even start with us. It starts with, like, sick and shy and, like, fresh when, like, the Terrace Ballroom downtown was packed out every freaking week with, like, Little Man and Frosty and those guys. And then kind of, we kind of trickled down a little bit, like, just after around, like, 08 is when, like, that bubble kind of got bigger for us when, like, it wasn't us sitting back waiting to get booked. We were throwing our own parties. Like, we were booking a rich place on Oliver. We were at the Boys and Girls Clubs. Like, me and the homies were, like, going to, like, Morristown and, like, the, the rec center, doing, just doing different events, science high school parties and university. And then before you knew it, um, we linked with the arcade on Bloomfield Ave. And that was kind of, like, I think for me, like, a step up. Because always, we always do parties with people. But I, f- I feel like that, that was the first one where we, it, was, it was us. It was just us. Like we always do It was like I don't know And it, and it happened every week It wasn't like a bi-weekly Or monthly thing We had Oh wow So it was fast Nah we had my, We had, we had Bloomfield Avenue Packed every freaking week In high school 
like me hood friend. with just that type of music it was it varied like because we, we were we at first he only bill only gave us the back room of the arcade and then before you knew it he gave us the back room and the actual arcade room where like they were moving the they were moving like the the, the <laughs> equipment out the way the arcade and stuff out the way just so we we fit both rooms but like for a minute like montclair was making noise like we were we had the museum on tilt we had the women's the women's uh the women's club the, the women's club, club on tilt we right. had a uh, diva's lounge on tilt we did a uh, what else did we do on blown for that like it, it was kind of crazy and the guy that owned divas i think i think he's the same old owner as cuban pete's but he was super cool with everything he was just like yo you guys do events in the area you guys can use our security which then gave us like word so we were doing like around the corner on Lafayette. It's like this dope little warehouse where they do like an art gallery. I think like they like it was like the Bobby Brown studio or something like that. We were doing stuff there. Like, yeah, we ran all through Montclair High School. And it helped because my school was right there. So just working your influence. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was kind of where it started. And then um, coming out of high school, we're kind of like pretty much got to where kind of like where we are right now with like me and slink and unique kind of touring was like when i dropped out of high school i mean when i dropped out of college i dropped out of college i came home after my first semester and where'd you go i went to five towns in dick's hills um which is pretty much just all just a bunch of nerds that just want to make music and shoot videos and dance and sing all day it was dope but but <clears throat> I was like, nah, it's not a, it's not it's not worth being in debt for like the next sixty years of my life. So I was like, let me get up out of here. And my mom was pissed. But now, like right after I came home, she was like, yo, you either gotta go back to school or get a job. And it just so happened I was like, yo, I'm gonna make this music thing work. And she's like, mm, I don't know if that's realistic. And like two weeks later, I'm like, yo, I just got booked to play in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, okay, maybe this is kind of real. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of real. So, like, that was, like, the, the start. And then, like, I came home. Slink was living in North Carolina at the time. And he, he called me. He's like, yo, like, we got to make this work. And we were like, all right. So, he came back from, he came back up here. He stayed with me and my mom for a while. Then he, he moved in with Donnie Fresh. And, like, that was, like, the start of us, like, taking a full swing at it. We hit, we hit Joe up. We hit Dirty South Joe up and was like, yo, like, what do we have to do to, like, not be broke doing this anymore like we don't want to be 35 and broke like how do we make this work like how do we make this real how do we like do it and and, and joe was like we're gonna figure it out like let's talk so like every week we would send joe demos and stuff like that and like joe would send us dope ideas and he'd like link us with artists and labels to like do remixes for and like yeah like that was where the noise kind of started and then we were like we were like literally like Metro car and into New York every day Going to like different little spots And then we met with JP And JP was a good connection Because like JP Solis He's like the founder of Dubspot out in New York And he also is, is like an amazing DJ But like JP started this thing called uh, Noise 2 and 2 And with Noise 2 and 2 He'd have DJs come to New York And he'd be at like Slake Or like a couple other bars And he'd have like It was pretty much Boiler Room for America Before Boiler Room came out here And everybody knew what it was and like once every Sunday you go to like these venues and we he'd have like he'd have like just different artists come and like we'd go there and like pretty much live DJ do an interview. He'd catch up on us, but like it was something about me and Slank where like we were there like every weekend almost. Just shaking hands with who he was like Not even DJ. Yeah, with just who he was interviewing and like he took really good care of us. Like 
we'd be in New York and we we didn't have a way back to Jersey. We'd stay at the we'd stay at Dove Spot and just work on beats and stuff on like good speakers that we didn't have in the house and stuff. But now between that and then um, what else? This kid from Denmark, Bart Lakehart, he had he made BaltimoreClub.com, and it was attached to like hype him. So every every song we put up would be attached to hype him, and that's kind of between Joe linking us with labels, us having our music on BaltimoreClub.com circulating around the world, and then our run-ins with with, with Joe, who I already had a relationship with, but our run-ins with. Club Cheval and Brodinski via Noise 212 was kind of what took it from being like a East Coast thing to like, yo, we could go to Europe with this. <laughs> well, so that was really it. It was, well, I guess it was a mixture of things, but it was, you're saying that website that pushed was one of the first things that really pushed. Yeah, that and like sound. Bart, Bart rarely gets credit for it, which sucks, but now like that BaltimoreClub.com website was like, crucial because like that allowed djs that didn't know who we were to like download our records and like follow because like we all had music online we all had music on like limewire and different things like that but like it was like that's where like they knew that that was like the go-to like and they were getting like twenty thousand, thirty thousand hits a day so it was like easy to keep them up to date with like our catalogs and stuff and that's kind of when like soundcloud had just started so then it made even more sense it was kind of like a forum yeah yeah it made even more sense because it was like it it went from like it went from like oh it went it went from oh freaking what is it it went from us just like emailing and putting up music to like now the people that are downloading our music can follow us on soundcloud right that's dope kind of like yeah hype these forums back then but now it it was dope and that kind of like i think the one that kind of Hit the nail in for us was uh when we did those remixes for Mike Q for Fade Demar. Like that was the one that was like, "Holy shit, this is real!" And that's when everybody kind of paid attention. And then that's when like Slank started touring, playing like dope shows here and there. And then like before you know, we moved, yeah, we moved to Philly. But like it kind of started with like just just footwork, just a lot of footwork and groundwork, and just a lot of like unpaid shows and a lot of like. <laughs> playing in New York City for drink tickets and like enough to get back to Jersey type shit. Yeah, but it was it was dope. But the work that you were putting in uh ver- early on was to push your own music or just to push the the scene in general. It was it was uh, it it wasn't how do I explain it? I think at first because I f- I always felt like the I went out cuz I was making like the weird remixes and shit in Jersey. At first it was like let me go somewhere where I'm comfortable. And then when I realized the impact of it all, that's when it was just like, yo, I think we kind of have a responsibility that we we didn't know we had before. And that's when, like, the kicking of, like, yo, this is bigger than all of us kind of came in. Wow. Yeah. Seems, like, overwhelming, but it's, like... Yeah, it's a it, lot of work. It is. It's, <laughs> it's a lot to live up to, but then it's, like, you just know you're living it, so it's, like, you gotta, we you have to gotta just keep do it pushing. It. Yeah, yeah, just keep going, like... That's when it really made sense, you know? Yeah. And and, and there's definitely a lot more that happened in, like, in between. Like, yeah. and I think those were definitely, like, the, for me, at least, the intricate parts. And then and then it came back home for us because right after all that stuff started, that's when, like, everything at Submerge started kicking off. What's now in the C Gallery used to be, like, this dope art gallery called Submerge. And, like, 
I remember when I first started like doing shows and touring, I came home. Matter of fact, it was when I first moved back from, I want to say Philly. Nah, it was before that, before that. It was definitely before that. But I came back from somewhere and I ended up, matter of fact, it was after the Australia tour. And I was linking with Ezra like here and there. And he was just like, yo, come through. I'm playing this show. Come spend with me. And I came through because at the time, Ezra was in New York a lot too. And ended up at this art gallery on Market Street. And that art gallery ended up being submerged. And it was like, yo, it's a bunch of weird kids just like me. <laughs> that are like completely open-minded to everything. And that's kind of where we was like, yo, that's where Thread started. Like Pretty much we were like, yo, let's do this here. We don't got to go across the Hudson every time we want to feel comfortable playing DJ sets. That's, that's dope as shit. I wouldn't even say they're weird kids. I'd just say they're... Not, de- not weird, but inclusive like... Inclusive, yeah. mentally, you know? They, they didn't have a fixed mindset. Yeah. Where it's like... Yeah. I just want to be like this guy or this person. No, definitely. Yeah. And that's what the purpose of Thread is. Yeah, it was just like a, just an open platform for like just everything. Literally just everything. Like... I remember one night, like we, we, like we, we've booked everybody from like, we've had Sinjin out here, who's like a really good friend of mine, and he produced like Wolves for like freaking Kanye, and we had him like this, we had him at like this poppy bar in like the Ironbound, and like we, but we've also booked like we've also booked uh freaking who else do we have out here? We had uh, oh the zombies, Aki right? Juice Rockers, we had Aki Juice Rockers who produced like. For yays like Yeezus all over Yeezus Those dudes are from Italy. We had them in like, freaking. Wow. We had them in Atlantic City in like this little bar, like not even in like <laughs> something dope. It was like this little bar behind the Taj Mahal. Sheesh. And like they came out and rocked with us. But like, nah, we've 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 done some really dope stuff with like that party out here. And like, it was weird because we were able to like, it was dope. And like a lot of people don't know about it, but a lot of people do. Like it's been written up about. It's been talked about. People know what submerges, especially like all the underground heads. Even if they don't know their their older brothers or cousins or somebody went. Like shout out to shout out to Jersey Clans. Like yeah, like every somebody's been to one at least. <laughs> somebody's been to or seen one or heard about it. And was like damn, I should have been. Cause it, it was definitely a special place where like no rules at all. Yeah. Wow. Do you have any plans to like? To get a new place or something, or like, um, like like a headquarter in a way where it's like the stomping grounds. We, we've thought about. I feel it. like it's difficult yeah. in the city too, especially now. Yeah, <laughs> we have Whole Foods downtown, bro. True, but I mean, like anything's possible. Yeah. Don't, nah. even, don't even let that. Don't even let that deter you. Nah, nah. Uh, says nothing's possible. Nah, we have Whole Foods downtown. True, we have burger spots in the middle of parks. It's not everywhere that's captured, though. <sighs> you have no clue. So tell us. You have no clue. <laughs> I would say like North. Not what? Really? Yeah. North or North? Yeah. Where? <clears throat> Everything past Mount Prospect. Nah. Nah. Everything past like where like like, 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 like Mount Prospect and like Lake where Lake Street starts. Yeah. Nah, it's a dub for that. It's too close to Bloomfield. They're not playing that up there. They're not. I think the closest we gonna get is probably like around the water before they start building stuff up over there. Yeah, yeah. But is that something that you are are not even looking to do, or is that it, it, it could happen? I think I think with the right people, it could happen. We, it's been tried a couple times. Shout out to the like Life Lab, um, um, two sixty Washington. 
Um, what else? There's a couple spots that it's it's been tried. Like it's been tried, and like John's trying really hard right now with the Coffee Cave, which is like a dope space in the city right now. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's been tried. I think I think it, I think it can happen, but I, I for some reason I feel like the city would have to be involved because I think we've done it so many times and the city hasn't been involved. I think at this point, in order for it to happen, yeah, you gotta have them in. Yeah, yeah, you have to join. I mean, then you can take like you know the grant route where it's like it's arts, you know. We don't need no hand. <laughs> no, <stop>. <laughs> I get you though. You no, feel me, you. right? You feel me? I get you. We'll see. Who knows? But with that being said, what do you what, what do you have to say about the the changes that Nork's going through, good or bad? Happy or sad? I don't know, man. I'm indifferent about it. It's weird. It's super weird. Is it just because it's change and it it's gonna happen anyway? Um, I know you got a lot of opinions on this. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Yo, we be chatting. I, I'm, I'm. Let's just. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm this a is just, your hometown. I'm gonna just do the district leader thing. I'm gonna run for district leader. We gonna see what go from there. But like, hey, I'm not brother Natus. I'm not too. Leader. I don't know. I'm not too. <laughs> I'm not completely happy about it. Like some of it's dope, but like some of it's just like, come on, son. Like, there's no reason. Like, I went to like one of the um. One of the meetings where, like, pretty much it was just like home ownership, and it wasn't anything crazy. Where it was just like, "Yo, we want to buy stuff." It was like, "Yo, we already own homes. We've been like paying our mortgages for like the last twenty eight years. We're two years away from finishing our mortgage, but the property tax went up, and it's not possible now. So now I'm about to be bought out because I'm two years away from paying off my mortgage. Mm. Like stuff like that is just like, come on, son. Yeah, that, that, I get you want to clean the city up, but like, it's a form it, of redlining. It is redlining. It's it not is, a yeah. form. It's redlining. Nobody wants to say it, but it is it redlining. Is. Same it's thing like, like businesses. Pre, pre like redlining. For some reason, Nork had no Nork had no entertainment licenses and no liquor licenses and all this weird shit. But now you have like five bars and like a block radius. Come on. Yeah. And anybody, like, anybody that wants to open up something or start something can't because like, why? It's like some of it I get, but it's like nah. <laughs> I need yeah. I need another reason because your reason is bullshit. Can I curse online? We can curse yeah, here? of course. You've been doing it the whole show. Yes, so. I've been, nah, I've been trying to like mute it out a little bit. I've been like, ugh. I just be trying to in general. Just stay kind of curse free. True. Expand, I like cursing. Expanding my vocabulary. I like expanding my vocabulary, but then again, I don't. How do you expand your vocabulary? Just read? Just, just like, read. Sometimes. Just read, read articles, actually. I feel, like, I feel like I'm bullshitting when I use three-syllable words trying to explain a one-syllable word. Nah, you ever do you ever know like certain people where you just can't use three syllable words with? Like, there's just people I know I can't use nah, three syllable words. I just with. try to be the same with everybody. Nah, so, bro, because I just know they won't know what I'm saying. And then, then maybe like, you should get different friends. I'd rather. No, nah, it's not even. I, I'm just a dynamic person. I'm like, a dynamic person. so it's like I'm friends with everybody. Feel me? I'm friends dynamic. With, I, I'm friends with the janitor to like to the freaking CEOs. Like, I respect everybody the same way. So it's like any way that someone can understand, they gotta understand. True, yeah. But yo, dynamic. Let's take a quick break, though, man. I feel parched, man. I need some water. We sipping on that. Um, <laughs> it's like nah. I ain't got no sponsor yet. <laughs> sipping on that fountain water. Red Bull. What's up? Word. What's up? <laughs> Gang shit. SRB separation confirmed. 
OSG where it started. Coming up on uh, staging the burnout of the twin solid rocket boosters at 2 minutes 5 mm. seconds. Step correct with that Mac. Mac. You know we dressed in all black. all black. No funeral, no funeral. Oh. Man's turning up trying to whack. Then I'm mad tinged up other day. Now man chill bay in them flats. Yeah. Them up boys just run them mouth. They don't know nothing about whaps. Nothing. Gang shit on the stage. stage. Gang shit on the pave. Pave. Still cutting shapes in the rave. Yeah. Bro, crazy in the funky pave. house. My brother C got the flake. Dip, 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 dip. From Cray, dipping's been Cray. Dip. From young niggas, we wised up. How the fuck you think they got cake? Keep my family close, there's fake love. I ain't sliding with snakes. Nah. Six, seven out of four, bitch. With the forties, then we don't play. Nah. Still the grubby you from OJ, I don't play. Man, still step correct with them whaps. I put my kicks in the concrete flats. Yeah. See your face, I'm a concrete that. Big fuck of stones you can catch. I'm still in the flats with my gang. We got more schemes and we got new plans. That means hella drills this year. Drillings. Hella saving bands work. Stay wealthy. Skirt jog and stay healthy. He's running shit, please tell me. I'm on money, I love the queen's face. Money. If it's business, then you can call me. Keep shit running, I beg you don't store me. From quest to thousands on Rawley. Gang shit team, my party was smokies. Don't make a phone call, get a man whacked. I'm comfy getting it racked. Last year we got a few new whacks. I'm a rider for any little chat. Fling it in the ride, fling on the rap. I don't even know if it's bitch or trap. Machine is a missile, Mac. That's 25 shots in the rap, no gang. Skid around where you hang. Screaming out sits, gang. I get paid cause all of these fans. But I'm still here dishing out M. Young driller of the year last year, I'll probably give it to it or lamb. They were stepping on their own last year, this year you probably see them with man. Any show man, turn up with gang. Stay shit man, fuck up the shanks. Everywhere painting, screaming out gang. Anywhere paintings, wanna do gang. Yeah, order that, order that. Summer 16, I was ducking from the undies and THG vans. No face, no case, no way these J's can't prove who I am. Man, still step correct with them whaps. I put my kicks on the concrete flats. See your face, I'm a concrete that. Big fuck of stones you can catch. I'm still in the flats with my gang. We got more schemes and we got new plans. That means hella drills this year. Hella saving bands work. Stay wealthy. Skirt jog and stay healthy. He's running shit, please tell me. I'm on money, I love the queen's face. If it's business, then you can call me. Keep shit running, I beg you don't store me. From quest to thousands on Rawley. Gang shit ting, my party with smokies. No, I don't worry. I tell you, I'm a man who believed that I died 20 years ago. And I live like a man who is dead already. I have no fear whatsoever of anybody or anything. No, we don't need no security. Stones in my jewelry. What can they do to me? You murder me, I will live for eternity. If I survive, then I'm coming for you personally. You heard of me? We don't need no security. Stones in my jewelry. What can they do to me? You murder me, I will live for eternity. If I survive, then I'm coming for you personally. Down the fucking train. Fake celebrities. I will not entertain. No similarities. Definitely not the same. Them insecurities. Got jealousy on the brain. Dare to go to war with me. Then my people bring pain. And I can do story mode. Beginner or insane. Shot you for the back blocks or a spin-up for the main. You're looking at your reflection. You hate what you became. A selfish energy. A cranberry stain. Sitting
smoking inside my house With a candle and a flame Working voodoo on you pussies Trying to throw feces on my name I saw the bigger picture But I'm all in my frame To see the very weak These guys are super lame I see you pushing weights Oh now you're doing gains But before the creatine You were tucking in all your chains See them at the fashion shows Never see them on the train I keep the voodoo with me I suggest you do the same We don't need no security Stones in my They don't wanna see me shut it down But I'm on the case My enemies, they congregate And they go on dates Talk about me over food and wine The fucking snakes Phone the paparazzi on yourselves Man, I thought you were famous Told them exactly where to find you Try to get in the papers I went out to the village And I said my prayers Now I have to wear my shades Don't wanna scare the neighbours That's why I see no competition You might see me whizzing by Yeah man, I'm on a mission and I just put the fish eye on my tunnel vision See no evil, hear no evil, man I refuse to listen There he goes, the X-rated At the awards intoxicated, the most nominated And the dress code is understated Tell mom I made it, tell my dad I'll be okay None of these fools are like your baby boy in any way Please! We don't need no security stones in my I was a real bad boy, arts partners Man, I got dicks and spirit inside me Go and ask mums, back from primary Cocoa butter and that afro comes Step out the yard, my face all shiny You know them ones, dark and reckless What was your uh, uh, first encounter with Grime? My first my first real encounter i say, um Two, maybe three years it was Ago I 
was flown out to London to play at the Barbican Theater with these guys, Tim and Barry. They throw like these dope like live stream shows, and they booked out the Barbican, and like it was just all POC like lineup. It was dope. It was like me, uh, RP Boo from Chicago, um, Newham Generals, Jamie, Big Nasty. Like it was a bunch of us. It was crazy. And we ended up, I think I th- the London police shut it down for reasons, pretty much saying like, oh, the people in the lineup are like violent or whatever. Some stupid Yo, stuff. Yo, that's something they do out there a lot. Yeah. Like blacklist. Yeah. But we, we ended up at this small bar in like Old Brick, I think, in London. We had a dope night that night, but we ended up there and we all did, we pretty much put on the same show. Mind you, the Barbican Theater is a whole theater apart, attached to like the museum, but we ended up in like this, uh, this bar. We kind of just... Got drunk, laughed, enjoyed the night, and just kind of like just performed for each other. It was dope, but that was like my first, like seeing Jamie like literally like two steps in front of me spitting was like my first real, not over the internet, not let me check this out, like real encounter with Grime, and I was like, holy shit, this is tight. Damn, that's probably the best way to get it. I was going to say, crime. Yeah. that must be an experience. No, it was. It was. It was like, and then like I, I remember like Omar Suleiman performed that night. Like, it was dope. It was It was, It was. was a dope, it was that whole like weekend in, in, in London was tight. Shout out to Tim and Barry. Like, those guys are like definitely dope. And they stay pushing like everything. Like, those guys are amazing. But yeah, that was my first real encounter with Graham. I was also want to see if you could touch on what what your opinion was or what do you have to say about Jersey Club right now where it is what's your opinion <laughs> the good the bad the ugly um it's no bad no ugly I just uh, my question is what is Jersey Club right now what is it I don't I don't, I don't know what Jersey Club is right now <laughs> like I can answer that like in high school but I, I feel like I feel like it's always been like that though like it's always gone through these like phases, yeah. Where like it always leaves a generation behind, hmm. and I feel like if it's just up to the the people listening, like if you really fuck with it, if you really love it, you kind of kind of you got to go look for it. It's not like like I remember like all the people that are that were around like me and Jay and Fresh and Slink and all of us. Those guys like look at the future stuff and they're like, "Yo, that shit's whack." But it's like, nah, like you gotta. You gotta find some way to embrace it or yeah, enjoy you it. Pessimistic even, even if you slow it down yourself, like you know, like oh it's too fast. Like nah, slow it down yourself. You might actually still enjoy it. True. Like if, if they're making it at 150, you could play it at 130. If you're a DJ, you have like the pitch bend. You could you could you could bring it down to 135, 140 if you want to. Yeah. But you kind of got it's a choice. You got. I think it's usually what it is. People be like it's the speed. It's yeah. Like they're not. But the you got like, You got. You gotta want to do that though. You gotta you gotta want to. Embrace a new generation. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wanna be open to like the newer stuff. You gotta be like open to all of it. And I feel like that's where it is right now. I feel like it's it's at it's in that space and it has been for a little minute where like these kids on Vine are kinda like doing what they're doing and like the generation before that's kinda like blah. But it's like nah, like fuck with it. It might you might actually find some of it dope. Like I remember like when we were young, the old, some of the old heads didn't fuck with me and Jay and like with, with Slink and like like Donnie was doing, but like eventually they were like, "Yo, they hit it, they got it." That's the thing. I, I don't know. A lot of people are afraid sometimes to pass the torch or like to you know 
Nah, I feel like I feel like, like you you're can't not gonna be hot though. forever. Nah, it's not. It can't be because it's got to keep going. Not it, even like you it's won't not, be hot forever. It's not even. It's you're not a even a person. You're a better person if you embrace people. It's not even a hot thing. I think it's just like people just got to understand. Like yo, my blessings ain't your blessings. <laughs> feel me? Like if I can help you get a step forward, like your blessing, my blessings ain't your blessings. So right. you can't block mine. Be out here baller blocking. <laughs> <laughs> And like I don't, I feel like that's where some people kind of got it like, kind of got it messed up. Where it's like, yo, like if I help this person, they gonna step on my toes. Nah, my our blessings ain't the same. True. Like that's why I've like like I've I've always been open to helping everybody because like, I know me helping you is not hurting me. Especially if I know if I know if I'm if I'm mad assured I'm mad assured of what I'm doing and what and I feel that passionate and that real about what I'm doing. What I, if me helping you ain't hurting me mm-hmm. at all? And I feel like that's what more people got to understand. It's a benefit. It's yeah. a definitely a benefit. What could you say to this current generation, the next generation for you to, what you kind of what you want to see, what would you tell them for some advice? I just tell them. Just so f- it doesn't, you know, decline or or get not, in a space where it turns into something that's not. I, I just tell them, A, remember why you do it. Because sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes there's money and, and, and these people Kinda can get in Between all that stuff So first and foremost I, I'd say remember Always why you do it Um but Secondly like, Just keep it fun Like when it stops being fun Like Stop Like when it becomes Literally a hustle Give it up Like And, and if you And if you're not If you're not trying to be legendary Go get a job hmm. <laughs> Like if you're not If you're not doing anything Other than reaching for like the peak like it ain't no point in doing anything like stop it like if i like if i was like whether i'm a i'm a i'm a registered boy or i'm a drug dealer i want to be the best at it and it's like if you out here making music and if you don't want to be if if, whether you are or not if you don't want to be the best what are you doing like you're taking you're literally taking up somebody else's spot But nah, that, that's that's all I can really say. Like, just 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 make music. Just make what you feel. There's no rules to any of it. Yeah. And where do you see yourself in the next couple of years, or where do you want to see yourself? Well, I want to see myself. I, I don't know, cause I could I could give you an answer right now and feel completely different about it in a year. Right. But like, I just I just wanna, at least right now. Right now, I just I just want to make. I just want to keep making good music. I just want, I just want to push my label forward because I feel like it's something that's needed—not just in dance music, but in the music industry. I feel like a label that's like bending more toward the artist and less toward the paper is needed. Like I feel like that's—it's a given. I feel like I feel like that's something that's needed on all cylinders. I feel like multi-platforms are needed. I feel like like because we're in the internet era, like you can't just. Make music and put it on SoundCloud and think a million people are just gonna find it or listen to it. Like, nah, you gotta promote it. Right. Like, that's I, why I kind of like. I feel like I feel like I feel like industry education is needed, even for kids that don't go to school, because you shouldn't have to go to school to learn about PR. No. Like, you shouldn't have to go to school to learn about the base, like marketing yourself. Like, like you shouldn't have to like, communication. Yeah, communication like, is literally speaking to people. Yeah, it's no, it's no reason why you should be a hundred thousand dollars in debt to to learn about an email list. Yeah. In reality, like, what am I? What am I walking away with? Like, like pe- people that people go to college to be PRs only to 
only to get drunk at bars on the weekend and hope they run into people that they can email for their client. You shouldn't have to be a hundred thousand dollars in debt to learn Shit, that. I might as well be a PR if that's what it is. That's all it is. <laughs> like, like who that's can't all, be a PR? But, but that, that's what that's that's been my my issue, and I've been speaking out on that a lot because like I've been through like this the the real system, and it's like why like I've been through the system of paying someone five grand to like pass your music around, and it's like that that one motion they hit up the same people I already know, and it was like. So you guys paid for so they my, the label paid you guys five grand to email my friends to write about me, which way, which they were probably gonna do anyway. Wow, that's what PR is, yo. Yeah, it's literally just emails and getting shit lined up and sorted on time. And I'm not saying like I, I'm not I'm not discrediting their work because yeah, you know it is, it is work. Yeah. It's vital. It's, it's 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 needed, but like. It's a, it's a lot of kids in Jersey. It's a lot of talented kids all over the world that don't even know about that. Like, you know how many kids you I speak to on a daily that are like, yo, how do you get written up on Complex Magazine and I don't? And it's literally just an email to the right person. <laughs> or the right amount. Yeah. <laughs> right it's, it's, but yeah, but but it's, it's, sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's like, it's not that, like, the, like you had these kids that are like, yo, I know I'm better than him. Why is he getting written up and why is he all over the place? It's like, yo. Cause he got somebody, either him or he got he got somebody in his corner that simply knows the business. Like, and and that was the one thing I, I've I've always been a fan of music, but I've always been a fan just a little bit more. I don't know why it's weird of music business. Like, I could tell you every writer at every magazine off top just because I study it like that. Like, I know, hey, if I make this type of project, I want Larry Fitzmaurice to write about it from Pitchfork because he's the reason Lil B blew up when when that whole thing was like he made Lil B dope to the world like it, it's little trinkets here and there. it's like it's like whatever you do and like you can't just apply that to music you want to be a fashion designer who's writing about your f- who's writing about the 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 the, the, yeah. the stylist that inspire you you trying to be a radio broadcaster like yo you you look up the dj envy who writes about envy who's envy's publicist who's envy's booking agent like shit like like study your market like it's literally just it's not that hard half that stuff is on their facebook page their manager who who's their manager who who else does their manager work for because sometimes it's that too sometimes they're like yo how to get that deal to go through sometimes that manager just works for a bigger label already <laughs> yeah most <laughs> of the stuff is public records it's just people just don't it's put just in people the, don't people don't, don't put in the extra people don't study the market and another thing and another thing if i could say this which is why i'm on Ruck, ruckers radio right now and i have no problem doing it hey um High 97 is not the only market in Jersey, guys. Amen. Oh, my God. They're like, they're like, are you sure? There are thousands and thousands of radio stations all over the world. If Hot 97 doesn't play your shit, it's not hurting you. Hot 97 played my songs probably once, maybe twice, maybe three times in my life. Hmm. It's never hurt or broke or stopped or started a, a, a booking for me. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Ever, I feel like so many people need to hear that. They they do because like when you you look it's at America, you look at America as a whole, and it's like yo, it's about eighty eight to one hundred markets in America between colleges and just big cities, right? High ninety seven covers three. High ninety seven covers Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey. Yeah, it's a lot of ground. Yeah, it's a lot of people. But how? But really, it's like what eight million people in New York City? How how, how many million of those eight million really listen to hip hop and R and B? 
You get what I'm saying? Like, yo, think about it. Like, if ain't, if nobody in New York, if Hot 97 ain't playing your stuff, Power and, and Philly's down down the road. You could go up the road. Radio 1 has a bunch of small radio stations that do really well for the black community. 92Q is the biggest hip-hop and R&B radio station in Baltimore. You get like, it's, it's all these it's all these avenues. And then you have XM and Sirius, which do really well. Yeah. And it makes sense, too, to smart at a smaller scale. And then you have podcasts. And then you, like, like, I'm surprised nobody goes like, yo, bump high 97. I just want every college radio DJ to have my stuff. <laughs> it's that, it really is that simple. Like, but no, nobody, nobody thinks like that. No. Everybody's like, "Yo, I needed a hundred. It's like, why? Why stop? Stop payola. Stop paying these DJs with bottles and and <laughs> cash to play your record once and shout it out once. That's yeah. like people don't sell records no more. You need streams. You need people to want to listen to your music over and over again. It's a whole different business. It is. So nah, it like, definitely is. I don't think people are even. They don't like, get it because again, you got to study the market to yeah. know these things. I'm I'm like, like an artist and I get but it. But you will always, no matter what, you always have people like that. You know, not nah, for have sure. But I, I just feel like it's, it's an abundance now more than ever. Like when we, like when I was a kid, you saw the relationship between Queen Latifah and New York City. You feel me? Like you saw like these the kid, like all the rappers in Newark, like the Rod Diggers and the Outsiders. They had a relationship with those New York City artists, and they were in the right areas. It's not the same right now. You feel me? Like you saw De La Soul and all of them around Queen and, and vice versa. You saw like, you saw Eminem coming in Newark to sleep on uh, Young Z's couch and, sh- and stuff like that. And like, and D12. Like you don't see that correlation between rap artists. The closest we came to it was Nico and Wiz's relationship. But in Jersey, you don't see that anymore because nobody knows the avenues. Everybody's out here for self. Everybody think they got this juice, and it's like, yo, you can have the juice. Like, I, everyone I think everyone, like, everyone wants to stroke their ego, where it's like. Nah, man, that, that ego stuff oh, gotta shit. go. Like, oh, is a, that like, ego stuff gotta calm go. Down. And you know what it is? Everybody be chatting so much, like online, but it's like in person. You never hear them say a word. You nah. never even hear them even say hello to you. But nah. you know damn well they know you. It, it's it's it, like it, it's crazy. Just by people looking at you, it, it's like egos just gotta get put to the side. And y'all just gotta want all work you, together. You just, yeah, yeah. As corny as it sounds, a robot got made with, ro- with with nuts and bolts. Like everybody can't be afraid of being the help. Yeah, you gotta be that. Grind that, that grind that turns everybody. Everybody afraid to be the help. Everybody afraid. genuine help. Yeah, not not like I'm helping you to get where I gotta go. Then I'm out. Like nah. Oh, that's like, easy to see though. Nah, like it's you can see that. Mm-mm. Nah, man. It's, I feel like I feel like people just gotta understand. Like yo, like we could do dope stuff together. Like like I f- I'm almost certain even in, on this campus, y'all sit in a classroom and it's like yo, you do a radio show. Some chick that probably sits behind you holds a camera. Some chick that sits across from you probably cuts cuts videos super well and you don't know it. You got another homie in there that draws. Somebody else raps really well. Somebody else in there makes beats on the side but doesn't tell anybody. Like it's just well, a lot of working together. Like, somewhat, because I'm part of the business school and it, the business school is exactly what you're talking about. I want the business school too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's exactly what you're talking about. Everyone's out for self. Yeah, and it's like nah, that's but not, in other schools, that's like, not how I you get money. Like e- even if even if you because. They want us divided. Like, even if you look at school tuition, right? Each of you guys are paying, spending hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars to only come out of here and either work for somebody else or spend the next 10 years praying to God, whatever work you build for yourself works out, right? Right? Not me. Right? Well, I'm saying. You <laughs> yeah, in general, right. But if 10 of you guys went, right, and, and, t- and took a good year's net worth or whatever the case may be and put it into one business, that's one business. Y'all ain't got to work for nobody. But y'all got to want it. Like, can't nobody... Right. 
It's a person to person thing. Yeah. But now, like, yeah, back back to Jersey. Like, yo, it's eight, it's like hundreds of markets around the world. Like, yeah, open the, your eyes, people. Ninety seven ain't the only one. Like, like for example, like one of my records was on rotation on Triple J, which is like the national radio station in Australia. It's like people don't like you. Got to think about it. Like, you need to cover that. But that's the type of ground you want to cover, not three markets. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. Ca- you want. You don't want to cover three markets. You want to cover every market, or at least half. You cover half. You cover half the markets in America. You got. You got labels attention. You got their undivided attention. They sitting there like, yo, what's up? No problem. Yeah, but nah, you gotta. It's bigger. It's bigger than hundred seven, man. I like Flex. I like Drewski. I like all those guys. Well, a lot of shout outs to shout out all of them. But nah, it's it's more than Hot 97. It's more than WBLS. It's more than Power 1051. It's like, yo, everything's out here. Everything's on the internet. YouTube's here. Like, it's visibility. Be visible. That's it. We're going to start wrapping this up. But I want to know if you have anything coming up. Yeah, what's good with the music, tell, man? Tell some of the streets about. <laughs> what's good with the music? Yeah, with, yeah. Let's cut to the chase. What's good with the music? Um, the music's on its way. Um, I could say that it's been on its way. Nah, nah, it has for like the last two years. But like, nah, like I submitted about a good twenty demos to the label two weeks ago. I've been building on those twenty demos and then some. I've been working on a bunch of bootlegs to like give away. Like, I've been working on a crap ton of music outside of like just the label stuff. So. It's definitely on the way. Like, it's not like, damn, is it another year or two? Like, nah. Before this year is out, you guys might have an EP or an album from me before, like, yeah, a mixtape or, like, a crap ton of mixes. But definitely a, a bunch of music is on the way. Yeah. And what can we expect from you for shows or anything coming up from you? Um, <laughs> tonight. To, yeah, tonight I'm in Philly at a... Can't remember the name of the spot. Crap. <laughs> but I'm I'm, I'm performing with uh, Grinded Marshall from Fool's Gold and Asheroff down in Philly at uh, Johnny Brenda's. That's the name of the spot. Um, 8 p.m. It should be tight. But as far as thread goes, uh, we had the event Friday, and we're pretty much about to just get in the motion of doing that monthly in Newark again. Um, I've been looking at venues in Brooklyn and Jersey City and et cetera, and yeah, now that the label's kind of situated, we're about to get all that kind of moving. And, of course, we're about to kick off Third Radio pretty soon. Yeah. Which we're super excited about. That'd be awesome to have here. Yeah. But let the people know where we can find you. Give shout-outs to the team, the whole family. Um. Yeah, shout-outs to Thread. Um, shout-outs to my mom. Word, uh... Yeah, you can ke- you can find me pretty much everywhere at Natus N A D U S N A D U S. Yeah, that's about it. Natus, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was long overdue. Definitely, we've been working on this for a while, so yeah, yeah. we finally got you in. Hell yeah, man! Good looks for coming. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me. It was great, man. One more right. time, thank you. More thank life. you to WR New, and you've been listening to Sight Your Day Radio. My name is NKNX. A bar, and enjoy your day.